The panel to wrap it, Stephen Harris, Central Hawke's Bay. You start with Grant McCullum and Northland Cowcocky. Is this the wettest July you can remember, Grant? Yes, yeah, so you get asked everybody. Yeah, it is actually. My manager's been with me 15 years and he said this is the wettest it's been this early in our carving cycle. Well, we start on the 20th officially and, and it's tough. You know, the, there's a lot, the, the farm, is, we've had, a, had over 100 mils of rain in the last five days and the farm was saturated before that. So, Yep, you're really, it's really testing our, um, our infrastructure in terms of our, our on and off grazing systems and that sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah, you've got to, got to keep an eye on my staff and the team in this condition. How's your own mental health there, Grant? Oh, you know, not, not too bad, mate. You've just got to keep, you just, got to, you just know that you'll get through it. You just know that the sun will come. You've got to keep telling yourself that. And I heard what the, um, your pre- earlier caller was saying about you've got to be prepared to maybe take a break and get off the farm for, you know, even for just an hour. And so I encourage the team to, you know, to, to have, a, have a decent break and, uh, during the day if they can. Yeah, um, and in your and case, that would be off to a National Party conference. <laughs> um, of course, yeah. perfect. <laughs> well, it's better than a Green Party conference at the moment. Jeez, I mean, I know, I know. Steve, sorry, I, uh, the weather's crap in Hawke's Bay as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, we're not as bad as some areas, so there's always someone worse off. But, oh, yeah, it's bloody wet. You're wearing leggings and coats all the time, and your gumboots are twice the weight because of the mud. And uh, I was pushing my two-wheeler the other day up and around the side of a hill and thought, I'm too old for this. I can afford I can afford it side by side. And I went and inquired, and first of all, they were 21 grand, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll just keep pushing the two-wheeler around. Uh, but you can't get them anyway, because, of course... Yeah. The COVID disruptions, they haven't got any. And they don't have any good second-hand ones either because no one can get a new one. Well, that's God punishing you for being too tight, Steve. Um, <laughs> look, what about the Greens? I mean, honestly, like, James Shaw's the most pragmatic, pragmatic and sensible of the whole lot of them, Steve, and they're going to boot, they're going to kick him to touch or try to. Yeah, try to. I'm, I'm not sure if they will or not, but, uh, I mean, obviously that will just make them look fairly dysfunctional and, and split. Uh, won't do them any good going into an election, which it probably it might not benefit National because that that vote would bleed to Labor, you would expect. Um, but yeah, not doing themselves any any favours, are they? But anyway, that's that's politics. And National's been through it in the last few years, and uh, now it's the Greens' turn to have a go. Mm. Yeah, just uh, it's interesting actually. The risk the Greens could, if they split up here and and all and and, and they look to get too radically left which is where they're heading, where some of their members want to be, they could end up going below 5%. That would be a massive problem for Labor, because who are they going to coalesce with? You know, that's, that's their challenge. And to be fair, so, and, and Grant, to be fair to James Shaw, he's actually achieved something while he's been in there. He's the yeah. climate change minister at the moment, but he was the guy who brought everyone together for the Zero Carbon Act. I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Correct. Absolutely. He led the charge on that stuff. And it's not dissimilar to what happened to the Maori Party with National. They figured they'd rather be in the tent and get some wins than outside the tent and get none. And that's, and that's the problem with, the, with the, the, the idealistic mad left of the Greens, is that they just, they, they would, they just don't, they want to keep throwing rocks. They don't seem to be able to join the dots and see, well, actually, MMP, a system they supported, is actually all about actually compromise and working together. And they haven't worked that out yet. Some okay, of them okay. Hey, Steve, a final comment from you, and perhaps Grant, if we've got time, on, on foot and mouth. How, how worried are you on a scale of 1 to 10? This is a bit of a dark cloud, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah, my column it talks about foot and mouth this week and, 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 and the fact that we have lifted our... Um, we've got pretty decent biosecurity precautions anyway, but they've lifted their game a bit more and probably could do it a bit higher because, I mean, the, the risk is relatively low, but the consequences are extremely high. I mean, you know, it's good night news, basically, if it gets in here, so we don't want it here. To be fair, Grant, to, to MPI and Damien O'Connor in this case, they've done a reason, well, they've had a good practice run, obviously, with Bovis and, and COVID and that, but, you know, I think they have lifted their game. Yeah, it would certainly appear that so, and I certainly have a bit of faith in the fellow, uh, uh, is it Ray Smith heads up MPI? Um, I, yeah, you get the impression they're very much onto it, and um, I just hope that it's the case, because as Steve said, the consequences would be immense for New Zealand, particularly with the tourism sector having been smashed in the last couple of years. Now, Our now, economy looked very sick. OK, did the coach push the the other two under the bus? No yes. clever play on words there. <laughs> yes, in a word, yes. <laughs> Steve, what do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, friends like that, who needs enemies? Um, <laughs> and, and I've got a brick back for uh, the self-styled bishop, Hammocky. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What awesome. an idiot. I don't know if you're allowed to call a, a bishop an idiot or a dickhead, but... Um, he's a self-appointed bishop, by the way. Can no, he's know? an apostle. And, and he's a bishop and he's a dickhead. I think we can say that. Look, I've, I've just said that. Sorry, look, I'll get in trouble. Someone will complain. Never mind. I'll be back tomorrow unless I'm sacked. See ya.